0: Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome. It is great to have you. Today we're talking about how you actually should be investing your TSP in retirement. Now, the reason I say actually is because I've done a number of videos on how to invest in the TSP and I've gotten lots and lots of questions about about how it actually works within the TSP. Because in the TSP, there's lots of rules on how you can move stuff around, how you can invest, how you could actually implement some of these strategies. And I wanted to explain that here. Now, if you're new here, welcome. It is great to have you. If you're a federal employee thinking about retirement, trying to get the most out of your retirement, you are in a great, great spot. I got a question from one of um, you guys, one of one of the viewers here, um, that is asking about this. So I'll start here and then we'll dive right in. They ask, I have my TSP in buckets like you have talked about. So before I finish the question, actually, um, I have a number of videos on investing in buckets and how it's such a good strategy to do that sort of thing. In retirement, I'm going to put a link in the description below to that video. I'm going to describe it briefly here, but if you want the full dis- full explanation, definitely check out that video. Okay. Um, sh- they continue. They say, "Hey, when do I decide to start withdrawing? Oh, when I decide to start withdrawing. Why am I not able to take from one specific bu- bucket, aka the less risky bucket or the G fund? Uh, do I need to keep readjusting the percentage amounts as the as the withdrawal amounts come out of all the buckets? Okay." Great, great question. So if you didn't quite catch the question, this is what this person was asking. They said, hey, look, I'm trying to do the bucket system. I'm trying to have some safe money in retirement and some aggressive money in retirement. But guess what? If once I'm ready to start taking money out, the TSP doesn't let me pick which fund to pull the money from. It takes it proportionally. What if the market's down? What if I don't want to take it from the C fund, the S fund, my, my long-term bucket? What if I don't want to take it from there I just want to take it from my safe bucket. How do I make this work in in the TSP? How do I make the bucket system work in the TSP? Okay, we're going to talk about how you can do it. It's basically there's a workaround to make this still work in the TSP despite some of the rules that they have. Okay, so before I do that, I'm going to give you, if you haven't seen my other video, I'm going to give you a very short summary of how you should be investing your TSP in retirement. Okay, this is again, a very, very short summary. Here it is. Number one, you want some of your money to be in... Okay, here we go. I gotta get, okay, here, we're live. Okay, you want some of your money to be in a short-term bucket, meaning any money that you need in the near to midterm should be relatively safe. We're talking G fund, we're talking maybe some F fund, those sort of funds, okay? So if you need money, a good rule of thumb is seven to eight years, okay? It depends on your situation, but long term seven to eight years worth of money. So if you're retiring tomorrow, how much money approximately do you need from your investments over the next seven to eight years? That amount of money should be here in the GNF, okay? There's that. Everything else should be in something like a long-term bucket, meaning C fund, S fund, maybe some I fund, That those sort of funds that are gonna get you the growth over time. And go check out the other video. There's lots of reasons why this is a phenomenal strategy so that you have the, the safety you need, but also you never run out of money. You can beat inflation. You can have the retirement... That you want. Long story short, there's great advantages for doing it, breaking it up just like this. Okay. Now, the question that this gentleman or lady sent in is basically asking, "Hey, look, I've got my short term money here. I've got my long term money here. But how? I mean, one of the big advantages of doing this is when the long term bucket, let's say, let's say this is the long term bucket. Where over time, it's definitely going up. But in any given year, it could be down. It could be down. And when things are down," We don't want to have to sell our long-term bucket to, to use, right? Because just like your house, the worst time to sell a house is when you can't get very much for it, right? Ideally, you could sell your house when it's going for a ton. You want to sell your house when it's up here, right? So that's the same thing we want to do for our long-term bucket, our, our C fund, our S fund. And it is going to go up and down. Ideally, we don't want to sell when things are down, okay? So how do we do it? If the TSP is going to send money from both, how do we make this happen? Okay, let me show you. Let me clear this up. And let me show you. Okay, so let's do an example. Let's say you have $50 in the short term and $50 in the long term. So let's say total you have $100 in the TSP. Now, of course, this is a very simplified example, but you can change this to half a million dollars in each or whatever you want. Okay, let's say that you have $50 in each. Now, what if you told the TSP, hey, TSP, I need $10. Okay, send me $10. What they're going to do they're going to send you five from both because they take, they take the money proportionally from what funds you're in. So if half your money is in the G and half is in your, the C, they're going to take half of it from each. Okay, You can't pick which fund to take it from. That's number one. So they're going to take five from each and send it to you. Now, okay, so what is um, our balances? Well, you have $45 now in the short term and $45 in the long term. So what can we do to make it as if you only took it from the short term? Well, what we can do is we can then move $5, okay? $5 and move it here to the long-term, boom. So the net result after these two transactions is you have $40 in the short-term and $50 in the long-term, which um, if we remember right, that's what it would have been if we took the initial $10 straight out of the short-term. So here's, here's what you have to keep in mind, okay? Here's what you have to keep in mind is that as long as you make this second transaction, you you rebalance per se, you move that $5, right, over to the long term, as long as you do that last transaction close to as close to at the first withdrawal as you can. So for example, if today, you requested from the TSP to send you the $5 or the $10 total, right? Tomorrow, you're going to want to move the the five dollars back over to the long term. As long as you do it relatively close, it's going to be as if you only took the money from the short term bucket. Meaning you're not forced to sell the long term bucket. Okay, you got to just do those relatively quick. So this is this is basically a workaround that works with the TSP. It's one extra an admin step, so it can be little little bit of a pain, but it allows you to the, do this sort of thing in the TSP. Now, some people. Love the flexibility of an IRA. In an IRA, you you basically don't have to do that second step. You can choose exactly where your money comes from. So there's a lot more flexibility over there. There's pros and cons. I Certainly, I got a video, tons of videos about TSP versus IRA. You could definitely go check those out as well. If you have any questions, there's tons of resources in the description below. Tons, Tons of things to help to make sure you're maximizing all your benefits, including the TSP, and that you have a plan that you're comfortable and confident in moving into retirement. So I hope that's helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.